Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the Back to Football podcast. That's the number one podcast for people who probably should talk about something other than football. We're here at the end of 2019 and what better way to end the year than doing a Mount Rushmore <laughs> on our top sporting moments of the year. Uh, I'll introduce who's joining me in the studio this week. We've got Levi. Hello, how you doing? I'm all good, I'm well. We've got Greg. Hi there. And we've got the man that's going to go first in <laughs> our Mount Rushmore, um, what would you call it, uh, roundabout like so, yeah. or oh, snake yeah. draft or whatever. Round robin. Uh, round robin, yeah, John Miller. John Feliz Navidad to you all. Feliz Navidad, yeah. <laughs> very cultural, very <laughs> cultural. Um, how are you doing anyway? you okay? Yeah, a little bit under the weather. I always find at this time of year, it is, it's, always... it's like just bugs are just flying around. Yeah. They're all like, come and get your flu jab if you need it. Um, and I've got asthma, so I do need it. Um, yeah. And, and you've got then, kids. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like, <laughs> it's just I've just, just been ill for like a month. And like, oh. Every time I feel like I'm getting better, something. It always up. clears just before Christmas Day, though. Do you find well, that? yeah, well, like, I hope so. I mean, we've still got five days, so five, hopefully it can yeah. clear. To be fair, I'm feeling a lot better today than I was yesterday. Nightmare situation would be not being able to taste anything oh, oh yeah that'll we'll be, be up to drink on Christmas or drink yeah, you'd have to yeah. cancel Christmas and start again do it the next day yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, to delay it for a year um, so yeah Mount Rushmore it's been a big year for sport um, I think you know at, at risk of giving giving away some of those big moments um, I think we should just kick it off straight away okay in the deep end I'm going to go with a footballing moment okay um, as we are the back to football uh, podcast and a moment which, I'm not a Man City supporter, but I, I nearly cried. It's when Vincent Company <laughs> yeah. smashed it from 25 yards into the top bins against Leicester. And I think, I think they were going to, I don't know if they were going to lose, I can't remember what the score was. Was it 2-1? Were they losing 2-1? It was a nil-nil. Yeah, they were drawing or something. Yeah. They were drawing. It, 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 it led to the win. Yeah, yeah and, and it led sure. to the win. Um, unbelievable moment to see Vincent Company running, yeah. running around, you know, a proper Premier League legend. And I was just like, damn, why can't he play for Arsenal? <laughs> you know, I had a little moment and I just remember it. I just remember the highlights of him just running, you know, down the pitch. And, and when you, when, and it was like a run of saying, yeah, I've won, the, I've won us the league. Yeah. Like, this, this is it. This is the moment that was, I hate him that's won us the league. Yeah, so yes. I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you um, see like the post-match interview with the players as well? Like, I think, I think it was Sergio Aguero that was being interviewed. He was like, oh, uh, how did you react to that goal? And he was like, oh, I saw him going for it. I was like, Vinny, Vinny, yeah. no, yeah. no. And then he hit it. Yeah. And he was yeah. like, oh, yeah. all right, good. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he, he never scored a goal like that. In He's his, never scored from outside the box. Yeah. yeah. His first goal outside the box. Wow. Yeah. wow. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Well, it's pretty good, but it's not, not a great moment for a Liverpool fan. Um, oh. <clears throat> we'll, we'll stick clockwise here. Levi, you can, uh, you can go next. What's your first pick on your Mount Rushmore? Likewise, I'm going to have to go for a massive moment in football for Liverpool. Um, it has to be the 4-0 win at Anfield against Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Uh, just that iconic moment where no one, just, no one thought we could do it and just flip the script, turn it around, 4-0. And um, that iconic moment in commentary with, Ari- uh, with Alexander-Arnold's corner, <laughs> straight into Origi. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think at that moment, you just felt like there was no better moment in football. You for, felt for, that, we didn't. I felt that, 100%, <laughs> for a Liverpool yeah. fan. I felt like in that moment, 
that was could have just been the Champions League one, and it did turn out to be Champions yeah. League one for us. I didn't actually. Watch, I didn't watch it live. Uh, can't remember what what I was doing or where I was, but I just remember thinking it's a write-off. Like checking the score and oh. just being like, "What is going on here? Like how yeah. how's how's Liverpool kind of mounting this? Come? I think I when I checked in on it, it was three nil. So it was like I know exactly what one I was. away goal would have swung it massively, <laughs> massively. And I think Barca even tweeted on their account, oh. We're not playing well, but we're bound to get one one goal, uh, and that will change it all, surely. And obviously, that one goal um, never came. And I think I was actually uh, on a boat party at the time. Missed some right, really okay. fancy, but um, <laughs> yeah, we all know which one. We all know it's not. It's not fancy. It really isn't. And I was sat there. I was sat there with my phone watching the game, and the first goal went in, and I was like, "All right, at least if we if we go down now, at least we've gone down with a fight." Um, and then. That Jorginho one uh, substitution when he comes on and he just almost like makes it just flips the script again and just makes that little bit of difference, a little bit of a spark and that almost a little bit of belief. Um, and when the header goes in from um, the cross and he just nods it in, hands down the best moment. I've never <laughs> gone mental and run from one side of a boat to to another um, in that one in, in that one moment. I almost didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's got to be one. I think that's fair. I think, I think that'll be on the, even most neutral fans that that'll be up there for the yeah, 100%. top things of the year. Uh, Greg, you're yeah. up next. Yeah, sticking with football. Uh, why not? I think it has to be for me as a Tottenham fan. Us getting to the final. I didn't really mind that we lost it. You know, I didn't really go into it thinking we would, and that early goal killed the game. But it was that sort of journey. I think it was the biggest shithousery journey. I think we won about like two out of like all the games that we played. Um, conceded a lot of goals. Um, we just about made it through, but for a minute there, it was like, yo, we've actually done it. We've actually got there. It doesn't matter how you do it, we got there. And um, I think it was a little bit the downfall of Poch as well. But just to be able to say we got to a Champions League final oh, absolutely. And, and to get there yeah. with this team, having spent no money in January, uh, summer as well, uh, it was really a really achievement, really. So I was really proud of that. I think the man you played Man City yeah. in that run. That, that was the crazy. Game. Yeah, game. That was the crazy yeah. game. I what remember again. Game. I didn't. I didn't watch it. I was following it on my phone. We were. At, I was on holiday and we were driving. Um, from we were driving from like LA to Vegas. And right. I remember having it on the sure off something. Yeah, on the on, on, <laughs> on the sat on the sat nav, but like having the score updates on and just seeing like what yeah. did it end up at four three or something. Four like three. They won, but we yeah. still technically won. But yeah. then and because there was like VAR, yeah, 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 ruling out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. came came Lorente. through as, as City goal <laughs> and right. then and then ruled out and I Lorente ridiculous. slight handball. I loved seeing Pep get really really excited and watch his dreams come crashing down on him that when that best. VAR got overturned because he's he's a prick. I hate him. <laughs> well, we get well. There's a there's a talking point actually about about that later on uh, in the show. Well, actually, we can put it. It's not Arteta is not going to be anyone anyone's Mount Rushmore, is it? No. <laughs> this year. no. So let's just quickly dip into that. Uh, we'll Veer away from the thing, but Arteta 
in at Arsenal. No. Is it confirmed? Is it? I don't think it's confirmed. It's not confirmed. But he won't. It, like, there's it, so much news around it that I think it will probably yeah, happen. I don't think if so. it gets confirmed, is that, is that the right fit? No, it's not the right fit. Um, but, you know, Arsenal have shown over the last three or four years that they don't know how to do business. So we just have to wait and watch Arsenal fan TV or AFTV and watch it all go to <laughs> get shit. Get um, <laughs> yeah, get okay. troops. Troops be great. I think they definitely need a manager who they respect and they know someone like um, the Juve- uh, old Juventus manager. His name escapes me at the moment. Um, Allegri. Allegri. That's it. Um, or, or somebody with a bit more of authority. Um, you know, I don't know if there's any players still there that were there when he was there. But probably not because there's been such so. a chain t- turnover of, of playing stuff there. But you know, some of them are not even. That he's not even that much older than some some of them. Mm. Um, I'm not saying age is everything, and he might turn out to be the new Pep Guardiola, but um, yeah, I just don't think it's the right time. If if I wanted, that's, that's just a, a fair fantasy view almost. If he t- if he won't turn out to be the next Pep Guardiola, um, and even if he does, it'll be a lot of years of waiting before he actually yes, gets there. Exactly. I think I said it in shows gone past. Arsenal needed that name almost to be able to stamp their authority on the team. They're almost like. A, bun- a bunch of kids almost that like they'll run riot if they can push someone over. Quite, dis- yeah, quite a dissenting bunch, aren't yeah. they? Like, so, I think the, the attitude in that team of some of those, you know, Aubameyang, Lacazette, Xhaka, even Bellerin, like, yeah. you know, Bellerin don't strike me as the sort of guy that kind of won't speak his yeah, piece. Yeah. And, um, it's a squad that needs a, yeah. a, a strong leader that is going to actually crack down yeah, exactly constant temper tantrum which is why when names were getting thrown I'm like Eddie Howe I was like absolutely not you need to, you need a manager that comes in there that can basically say right look at my CV look at what I've done mm-hmm. for clubs look at what I can do you listen to me fall in line or you're out yeah. and that hard line almost approach makes everyone slowly fall in line and the fans will also fall in line Arsenal, Arsenal, yeah, Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal fans are a simple bunch they just need someone um who basically ha- has won a few trophies here and there, mm. and and they'll listen and they'll they'll all come forward. But if they can't find someone that has won trophies before, they need that manager that almost has that that hardline edge yeah. with with the players. It does sound like you're describing Sam Allardyce. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Allardyce. Do you hear that they've got a fourteen man shortlist for managers? Well, Arsenal, yeah. 14, it's a I very see, US approach to yeah. I want to see like twelve, thirteen, and fourteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mark, Miller. Mark Hughes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mark Hughes. Mark Hughes. Yeah. Um, I was actually uh, I wasn't I was driving re- at a very short distance and I caught a bit of talk sport when they were talking about it. <laughs> Um, global so, warming yeah. <laughs> know, walking right? them distances yeah, yeah, very true very true um, and Sam Allardyce <laughs> was actually on when they were talking about it and I had a, a, a glimpse and he was just like I'm, I wouldn't they were like you, 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 is your name in the hat and he was like no I don't have a foreign name I'm not Sam Allardyce Sergio or something like that he was like making Sam a Aladitri. joke yeah he was saying that because he doesn't have a sort of foreign name or foreign twang to his name that he's, he's not going to be considered for, for a role like that yeah all right. His greatest achievement is Bolton Wanderers. Yeah. 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 Um, so I'm going to break the, the football trend here of, of the uh, of the first round of this uh, Mount Rushmore. And actually, if we do the snake thing, I'll get I'll get two picks here anyway. So okay. uh, And then we'll go back. It'll be Greg, Levi, oh. John. Uh, so my first pick, I'm going to go for the Rugby World Cup semi-final, England, New Zealand. Oh, yeah. Um, nineteen uh, seven, I think the final score was. But 
has to be for me one of the most immaculate England performances I've, of any sport that I've ever seen. It was just there was no mistakes. We were playing the best team in the world. Uh, we played them off the park, and it was just a euphoric moment for for the nation as well to watch. Mm. Um, obviously, things didn't didn't turn out the same way in the final against South Africa, but uh, I thought that semi final was was incredible. Levi, I just think. I think why we didn't turn out against South Africa is because it was almost like we'd already given our best. Yeah. And yeah. we'd almost given our best to New Zealand. And when it came to playing South Africa, they didn't have that same almost drive, that same incentive to go and give their absolute best. That was an immaculate performance against New Zealand. And could they replicate an immaculate, immaculate performance again? Yeah. I just think it was it, they couldn't they couldn't do it again. Yeah. Slight so, curse of being the favourites as well. Like if you if you go into something as a favourite. Mm. The other team is is turning up to beat you, whereas we were turning up to beat uh, New Zealand. Whereas New Zealand were kind of expected to win. Yeah. I think mm. being the difference between expecting to win and, and being the underdog and being yeah. the underdog is is huge. And and I think yeah, they kind of just shit housed their way to the win in the in the final. I mean, the, South Africa played incredibly in that in that final as well, but it was a different kind of rugby, wasn't it, in in the final? Different but generally, the, the rugby World Cup itself. Um, yeah. really brilliant really tournament great show. really really great show and I think it's a credit to Japan oh to uh, play through a, a, a monsoon or whatever a typhoon yeah. what was it what was the technical term out there I know it's a hurricane tsunami. but it wasn't I mean, a tsunami I, I yeah. think it was a typhoon typhoon yeah, yeah. Um, and to, yeah, to, to keep the tournament going uh, I only missed like two two games I think were cancelled or um, yeah, it was a and, massive. And let's not forget, their team put out a really good show for yeah. themselves. They 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 yeah. done themselves proud, and um, they played fast rugby, uh, constantly putting the, the other team under pressure to make a mistake. Um, and I think they were a credit almost to their nation for that performance. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Greg, then back to you. What's your what's your uh, your second Mount Rushmore pick? Don't you get, pick, you get, you get a Oh one. shit! Yeah, I do actually. <laughs> Very noble of you. Of course, uh, if you forget the rules, down, we don't start the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to throw in then uh, the... I think there's a few obvious ones. Um, but actually, I'm going to throw in a, a slightly different one. I'll go for Tiger Roll, the horse, uh, winning, oh, its, yeah, yeah. winning its oh. second uh, Grand National, back-to-back yeah, national. You took that one from me. I was going oh, to was you had one. Tiger yeah, Roll. I was there. And don't worry, I definitely lumped on that one as yeah, well. Both yeah. years. <laughs> Incredible. Like, first time since 1974, that uh, uh, since Red Rum in 1974, that a horse has won back-to-back um, Grand Nationals. And yeah, it was... Just watching it, it was one of those like no matter if anyone had money on it or not, it it's an incredible moment when you see something like that yeah. play out. Uh, when mm. and I, I think as a if if you particularly like animals as well, if you're a bit of an animal lover, like I think it's there's an even a sweeter sort of uh, victory to that. Um, I just think if, you're, if you're an animal lover, you're, you're not watching the Grand National. Yeah, you're not yeah. watching the Grand well, National. Yeah, okay, there, is, there, is, yeah. there is that side of things. Um, but <laughs> I, I know think, you mean, I think yeah. there's definitely like people that can still appreciate Majel- like, majesty of the yeah of, a, of, a, of an animal. But yeah, obviously, a- animal rights activists <laughs> probably wouldn't be I, I, turning I've, up to watch. I've the said Grand it National. once, and I'll say it again. Like, Tiger Roll probably gets treated better than me. Oh yeah, he'll get the works done done for him. So. All these animal rights activists, they only know that the Grand National happens once yeah. a year, but they don't remember that horses race pretty much 
three hundred and sixty days a year if they have five days if they have five days off. But yeah, yeah. And get shot oh. twice as much. Yeah, so I'm not going to get into that because I think I'll be a fr- Yeah, I think that would be the, the retort would be if you break your leg, you don't get shot in the head mm, on site. Yeah. But, yeah. like you say, the, you know, <laughs> they want to. It depends so on what you're laughing. <laughs> but yeah, Tiger Roll, that's, that's going to be. And, and to, to add to that, because I don't think anyone's going to probably. Anyone got anything about the Kentucky Derby? No. No. So the. Kentucky Derby this year was the f- you haven't got it in I haven't got it in my, in my moment but yeah <laughs> the controversy yeah the controversy the first time a uh, uh, winner of of uh, Kentucky Derby was ever disqualified on site uh, mm. in the race so that's a pretty big sporting moment if we're, if we're talking about horse racing this year but mm. Uh, is, that, is that your third? Did you go to three? No, days? that's just an honourable little early honourable mention honourable mention so yeah Greg um, yeah, so moving over to tennis, um, nice. I don't know if you remember Coco Gauff, yes. the 15 year old that yeah. gave uh, Venus Williams real run for her money, she won against her actually and mm. got to the fourth round. Um, I'm not a massive fan of tennis but I remember this, I'm a fan of younger talent coming through and you know, I'm, I'm bored, in sport I'm bored of the same sort of yeah. Oh, they're gonna win. Yeah, they won. Oh, they won that. that. So it's quite nice to see like a bit of an upset, a bit of an underdog. Sure. Um, and yeah, only fifteen. So she's got years ahead of her. Yeah, it was mm. an incredible. It, uh, she's from, I think, the same. She's um, the US, isn't she? Yeah. Is she Floridian or is she actually from? Uh, yeah, Floridian, I think. Okay. Yeah, because I wasn't sure if she's from the same uh, area of uh, California as as the Williams sisters. But yeah, to to beat basically you're yeah, an hero. idol. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. like more than double your age uh, in the in the first round of, of Wimbledon. Yeah, was pretty special. She eventually lost uh, in the fourth round to, to uh, Simona Halep, who is uh, Romanian. Um, is she not world number one? She yeah. Well, she went on to beat the, uh, Serena. Sorry, in the in the final. Um, but yeah, Coco Goff would incredible run, incredible run, and, and there's a lot to come. And and she's done it, and she's done it after that as well. Yeah. She she continued. I think it was in the U.S. Open. Um, she was able to compete again with the best, and I just think at that age, I think that just says something for when she does get into her her twenties. Always seeing another mm. Serena almost in the making. Yeah. Um, always seeing her, she'll become go on to be one of the greats of tennis, mm. and I. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. And I'm sure she will. Yeah, fact check as well that she's from Atlanta. So, not not far from Florida. Yeah. One state up. Exactly. <laughs> um, cool, are we good to go with Levi then for Levi's second pick? Yeah. Let's yep. go. So mine was going to be Lewis Hamilton winning his sixth Drivers' Championship. And I think it's something just ridiculous. Like, he's had 151 podium finishes. So, I just think... That's 250 races he's been in the sport and yeah yeah I think that is incredible and I think even better that he's um, from England Great Mm. Britain um, to be I think he's on his way to being the most decorated F1 driver and I'm pretty sure that it will yeah it will happen uh, hopefully take over Schumacher's record Schumacher um, can't really come back and do anything about that, can he, to be honest? <laughs> How's he getting on these That's days? worse than the horses, guys. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Hello, Bill. How's he getting on? I don't even oh, know how he's getting on. Uh, what? I don't know how he's getting he's, on. He's, uh, uh, he's not in a good... Uh, so, there's been... Uh, they say he's he's in recovery. So, he's he's awake and conscious. But, he, I mean, he was in... Uh, I think he's still under day-to-day constant medical yeah, care. Yeah. Um, so, but I mean, 
I think every any fan of Formula One, whether you liked Schumacher or you didn't like Schumacher, mm. obviously there's a lot of people that didn't like him just because he was that dominant force at the top and it was, you know, the same reason people a lot of people don't like Man United or didn't like Ferguson. If, if people hate you, you're doing something wrong. Oh right. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, but I mean seven seven uh seven world titles for Schumacher uh and yeah Lewis is is only one behind him now. Mm. Um and there's a lot of other records actually I think that Hamilton will be chasing next year. I personally am not I appreciate that Lewis Hamilton is brilliant and he's a very very talented driver my problem is he's had um like that mercedes car has been incredible for, for so long now um and <laughs> the only the only so i think if he if rosberg hadn't won the season uh i think it's like five years back now yeah. um hamilton would have won seven in a row which would be a record the most anyone's ever won in a row was schumacher which was 2000 through to 2004 he won five um and Hamilton would have had seven at this point were it not for a pretty controversial season where Rosberg got inside his head and actually like gave him a run for his money in the same car I feel like Mercedes have purposely kept Bottas on for next year because they know that he is not a threat to Lewis Hamilton, mm. um, and we'll we'll see whether this we'll we'll see whether the there's Ferrari, a lot of talk of him leaving though. Well, yeah, there's yeah. talk of him going um, to think, Ferrari. Yeah, um, the Mercedes. Yeah, Total Wolf. Total Wolf might be mm, taking yeah. over Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. Well, but I thought he was meant to get an, a, a, a higher up job as well in form in F one. Okay, right to um, move to one of the like Charlie Whiting's job. Yeah, Ferrari. so uh, meant to take one. In yeah, F one almost sure. hierarchy. Yes. So um, it'd be interesting to see if if he does yeah. win a Ferrari, um, will he be able to do it again? But he did have the best car of Mercedes, but I wouldn't say he had the best car of McLaren. Um, no, McLaren so yeah, winning any titles. Yeah, you can't deny that. You know, all the championship, all the uh, trophies he won as a in karting and then in in Formula Three, and um, you know. It, is an incredible talent. Like yeah. Lewis is insanely talented. Um, it's just a shame that that Mercedes has been so much better than the rest of the field. Because I think you put any other driver probably in the F1 field in the same Mercedes as, as Lewis. Lewis probably comes out on top. Yeah. Each of those last seven seasons. Mm. But you can never. That's the hard thing about F1 is you. You've always got that argument of you have the best car. And that's what people would say about the Ferrari when Schumacher won it year after year. Like, yeah, but I, I still don't think that should detract from from him because it's like, would would if Messi st- went to Leeds and stayed there mm. his whole career, yeah, he, 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 you know, people would be like, <laughs> you know, he, he's in Barcelona, but he's had a great yeah. team around him. It's not like it's, it's what just you do with it. it. It's what yeah, you do it's with it. He's, he's used the fact that he's got a great team yeah. and he's flourished. And I think that's what... Lewis Hamilton done and also as well as that it's still about mentality and the mindset like he could oh. have been like yeah I've got a good team but if he didn't have the right mentality and the right mindset he probably wouldn't have, he probably wouldn't have won as many as, as mm. he's had even with having the best car so 100% 100% the only person that kind of went against or at least in, in my memory I'm sure there's been cases of it was uh, Valentino Rossi um, in sort of the earlier years of, of, of MotoGP was with Repsol Honda, and they had they were in a similar situation to uh, to what Mercedes are now, where they just the team with the most money, mm. the best car, the best engineers, uh, sorry, the best bike, the best engineers, and then and he 
had this talk around him and surrounding him of, oh, well, he's just got the best bike. So he actually took a like went to a lesser team just to prove that point that he was still the best rider. Um, Did he win? And it? yeah, he went to Yamaha and, yeah. and and won everything, won everything with them as well. So I think, and look, he's never going to do it. And why would you do it at this point of your career? But it, I would love to see Hamilton in a in a Red Bull or <laughs> Hamilton in you know in the in the in the second or third best best team just to kind of prove that prove people like me wrong like but he doesn't have to again no, that's going to be the point again, like, I'd question that though because you, you're saying the Mercedes is the best um, but you saw I can't remember which court, which track it was at down oh, the, there's, down, there's, there's tracks where, there's it, tracks doesn't where work and it does the Red Bull was yeah. head and shoulders above the, the Mercedes the yeah. Mercedes literally couldn't compete with yeah. uh, Red Bull especially in the straights yeah um, so yeah there's it, you, you can't I think it's wrong to pe- almost to play Hamilton down because his team had managed to get the car right. Um, more yeah. so looking at the others and saying, why are you not getting it right? Yeah. Yeah. There is, I mean, yeah, there is an argument for that. Um, for the Constructors' Championship as well. So they're, they're competing to be, to yeah. be the best. Um, yeah. So they have the best overall car. So their car competes yeah. most competitively across the whole racing calendar. And obviously, like you say, there'll be some tracks that are smaller, more technical, more corner, um, you know, cor- corner dependent. There'll be ones that are speed dependent like Spa. Um, and yeah, Mercedes just have the best overall package. But I think it is a stretch to deny that a lot of, you know, if Hamilton goes down as the most decorated F1 driver, 100%. he did it in the best car. <laughs> like, which is, a, you know, that's, that's something he's always going to deal with, but he's good. John, Pick two. Okay, two. And, and, and you'll pick three as well, actually, because you get two now. And then it goes back. So do I pick what? Do I pick two or three? Two. Two. So you got two, yeah. You would have had three. Okay, I would have had three. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Maths. Yeah. Quick, quick maths. Quick maths. <laughs> quick maths there. Okay, two. Okay, I'm going to go for kind of taking a, a leaf out of what Dan said about the Rugby World Cup. I'm going to go for South Africa winning the World Cup because mm. they are their they're captain. I can't remember his name. I guess if someone remembers it off the top of their head. But he is the first black, uh, oh, yeah. first ca- captain to, yeah. to lift a trof- to trophy. So, um, yeah, the first black, it's, it's his name, uh, Colossi. Sia Colossi. Khaleesi or something, Khaleesi. Khal- yeah, or something like that. Yeah. So, obviously, you know, that's a big moment for South Africa, the country. Obviously, this is not a polit- politics show of, of, of countries, so we're not going to go into... Sia Khaleesi. Sia Khaleesi. Yeah, sounds like something out of a game, game, <laughs> game of Thrones. Of I think that's why it sticks stuck yeah. in my head. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a very um, divided country, and I think um, that that was a big big moment for them, uh, and not necessarily a yeah. big moment for us because obviously we lost. But mm. it's it's definitely uh, a good good moment of 2019 for Australia and um, South Africa. Don't <laughs> get that wrong. Don't get that wrong. Delete, edit. Do not get that wrong. Um, right. So my. Third one is going to be um, Anthony Joshua Ruiz one. Mm. Um, mm. The the now, no matter what, there's opinions and beliefs, and then there's the facts. Some people might believe Wilder's better, or you know this person's better, or whatever. But the facts remain that Anthony, up until that fight, Anthony Joshua was the best. Um, heavyweight champion currently. He had the most belts. He fought more people in the top ten. Blah de blah de blah blah. Mm. Yeah, across all sanctioning bodies, even a, even if you don't rate sanctioning bodies rankings because there are politics there, even box rep, 
um, he'd fought more people within the top 10 than Fury, Wilder, and anyone else um, by by a good few. Right. So up until that point, you've got to think, as a, as Ruiz, the challenger, going in, that he's fighting the best uh, heavyweight champion at this moment in time. And for him to do what he did, if you look at it from his point of view, forget conspiracy theories of concussion or chucking ice on his, which he's come out recently and said that he was ill when he had to throw ice on him, on his mm, head before yeah. he came in. Take all that out of it, Ruiz still beat the best, the heavyweight champion and the, currently the best at, at, at this time mm. um, and to become the first Mexican heavyweight champion. Um, so um, I think, um, and that was this year, wasn't it? It was June the 1st. Yeah. So um, uh, I think uh, that's that should definitely be, I mean, it, it set what it set up I'm sure one of you guys will have yeah, yeah. Andy Joshua Ruiz too, but that moment set up that moment. You do it as your next pick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that moment set up that moment, and the, that things like IFL TV and like Hatman Strikes Back and all these other YouTube channels, their numbers on the, when they spoke about those things, or if they spoke to Joshua, if they spoke to him about it, were just through the roof. Yeah. Um, because of that loss, um, and nobody um, expected it, and everyone thought he was just going to turn up. Is that what round is it? Four, seven, two? You know, mm. no one gave Ruiz a chance. Uh, yeah. I think the fact that he won that, regardless of any out, uh, outside influences, is, is a key moment of, of 2019. Nice. Cool. What's, your, what's, your, uh, what's your next pick then? Was that? That was, that was, that was, that was three, yeah. Oh, right, so it is Levi now. My next pick is going to be Ruiz Joshua 2. Nice. It's, it, it, it's got to be. I've got to follow on from it. Mm. Um, and do give Joshua credit where credit is due. Um, he put in one of the most professional boxing performances and was almost punch punch perfect. Mm. He'd done exactly what he had to do in that ring to show everyone that he's not just what this Tyson Fury has been saying. He's just a bodybuilder, um, this, that and the other. He showed everyone that he's a model, he's a model professional, gave no excuses for the first fight, came into the second fight and outclassed Ruiz. And that there was a really good moment, I think, for, for boxing and for the UK as well. To get the belts back and mm. put in that sort of performance where it's just so convincing and almost showed his supremacy, I think, places more emphasis on the fact that the first fight, a lot went on there, psychologically, mentally. Um, that meant that he almost had to lose that fight mm. for him to be the fighter now, I believe, he'll become. Yeah. I agree. I don't think he'll lose now. I might be wrong and mm. I'm happy to be proved wrong. But I think anyone could have beat him that night, mm. the, fir- the first night. And I think, you know, well done to Ruiz. He's, now his life's changed. He's made 20 million out of both fights. I would be, if I was uh, Fury and Wilder, I'd be worried. Because now I think he, I think he was relaxed on his laurels a bit. Because everybody told him how great he was. He was knocking over people, Hall of Famers, like it was nothing. Um, no, Joshua. Um, Joshua, Joshua. He's like Ruiz walking over Hall of Famers. You know, Clinch, Go, Pavetkin, yeah. you know, proper Hall of Famers. I don't care what anyone says about how old they are. They are Hall of Famers. Um, and um, I think now that that's happened, he's going to make the necessary improvements improvements and adjustments that I, I just can't see Rui, um, I can't see Fury or, or Wilder beating him there. Yeah. That's my Joshua opinion. is the number one heavyweight in the heavyweight division at yeah. this moment in time. And I'll say that everyone will be like, oh, but look at Deontay Wilder, knockout here, knockout there. Okay, but... He's not who, a good boxer. Who, who's he fighting? Who's he fighting? His resume is piss poor. Who's, yeah, who's yeah, he fighting? Yeah, piss poor. Loses most um, rounds. Secondly, the one thing you... If you look at his whole record, 
who does he fight that actually has knockout power? He doesn't fight boxers with knockout power. He avoids them because he knows when he does fight boxers with knockout power, he's going to be in trouble. Mm. Tyson Fury doesn't have knockout power, which is why Wilder will, chan- Wilder will chance himself with, with Fury. He said, all right, I can, I can hit him with one. And hopefully he'll go down. And he went, yeah. Fury went down for what three times? Mm. Yeah, twice. Yeah. The time, he, the day he fights someone with knockout power, which is why he's avoid, avoiding Dylan White, which is why I believe he's avoiding Anthony Joshua. Deontay Wilder will get found out for the fraud that he really is, and he can stop shouting bomb squad because I'm tired. <laughs> he's gonna get he's gonna get sat down when he fights someone with knockdown power. Yeah, it's knock, knockout power. Um, and he'll realize that he's not what he's being hyped up to be. He's got devastating knockout power, yeah, whatever. But yeah. does he fight people who can fight fire with fire, essentially? No, he doesn't. He plays to his strength. And that's a good, a good thing for his promotions team. Al Heyman's doing well, picking, cherry-picking fights. Going to make him the franchise uh, champion, which means that he gets to cherry-pick fights even more. I guess that means that none of the mandatories matter if he becomes the franchise uh, champion. So Dylan White won't get a sniff. Um... And Anthony Joshua will get a sniff if he wants to. Yeah. Interesting thing. Well, they're talking about Ruiz now. Um, obviously, this is not a boxing show. We are going to yeah, 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 a bit yeah, about yeah. boxing. But just to, to, to add, finally, from me on the boxing stuff, they're talking about uh, the WBC have now ranked Ruiz. And they're, right. they're trying to kind of see if they can shoehorn Ruiz versus Wilder in somewhere next year, um, depending on what happens with the Tyson Fury uh, fight. And I just think that's so wrong. That's that's kind of, that shows what's wrong with boxing. Like they people are number one, number two, number three ranked. What for? For a reason, just jump in and yeah. He did reinstate uh, Dylan White as the mandatory. <coughs> this is when. This is when that's going to happen. So which is why I think there's been some collusion. I was uh, not really sure what Peter Fury for. Obviously, I'll stop. Um, I think there's been some sort of collusion between the WBC um, and the the drug. The I don't know who. I think it was Varda who um, initially ruled out uh, Dylan White. No, it was UCAD. U- UCAD. He passed um, Varda. And it was so, yeah, contamination. I think there'd been some some sort of collusion happening there because I think that delay and taking him out of the mandatory position has almost bought uh, Deontay Wilder some time um, and basically meant that they can push down uh, Dylan White further down the pecking order almost so he doesn't get a sniff before he becomes franchise champion. But... I'll I'll stop there <laughs> without a little bit of conspiracy um, so, to get yeah. get everyone thinking. Yeah, I think yeah. both uh, both for Matt Rushmore both moments for this year. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just be, yeah, absolutely. Just be remembered. Yeah, as, yeah, yeah. as something big that happened in boxing. Yeah, like both completely, fights. completely. Uh, so Greg, uh, it's slightly still on boxing, but I'll keep it very brief and contained. Uh, KSI Logan Paul because <laughs> of very the close to doing that completely yeah. forgot about it even. Yeah. Going well, because the fight finger. itself wasn't great, but I think the journey that it's taken from from me seeing it starting <laughs> off in just uh, Joe Weller versus um, okay, right. Malfoy starting in a boxing gym, True Geordie just uh, commentating over the iPhone footage to now with Eddie Hearn uh, on the zone at the Staples Arena, Staples Center. Uh, just the journey that they've taken, what these boys have done. Uh, credit to them they secured the bag and they've taken YouTube up that level and people are actually paying attention and I think in the last couple of days they've announced that Jake Paul is going to fight Anison Gibb uh, on the co-main event for uh, the next fight on DAZN mm. in, yeah. in a couple in of months in Miami time. as well isn't it? Miami yeah. yeah so that'll be interesting to oh cover God. but I think that the, the journey <laughs> this YouTube nightmare is continuing the, the journey that they've taken it from and the, the, they've levelled it up each time uh, it's just a real credit to the to the platform 
So nice. I thought yeah, I agree. I think it, it, it was a... It brought a, a new perspective, I guess, on, yeah. on, on boxing or a, a refreshed one. But, um, yeah, I'll go for my then... It's your uh, final one, isn't it? My final two. two. Yeah, I've yeah. got two picks, my final two. So I'm going to go with uh, the return of uh, a great one uh, in... Uh, Tiger Woods winning the Masters in uh, in Augusta this year's first major championship since 2008. He beat uh, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, and uh, Xander Shafley for the uh, for the Masters this year. He used his experience. Um, I think Tiger's one of them polarizing characters. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff out there on him that. You know, people can people can hold <laughs> and on other people Nicely I would done. expect. Um, but uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of obviously stuff that he's done uh, off the course that people have a problem with. But look, we can't deny this guy. He's in the same bracket as Lewis Hamilton, probably even maybe in my opinion a bracket above Lewis Hamilton in terms of a, a sporting uh, legend. Greatest uh, uh, golfer of all time. Hmm. I don't know. I don't follow golf enough. Yeah, to, so there's to, to Jack. Make, Nick, that's how I'm speaking Jack, to you. Yeah, Jack Nicklaus. Uh, but yeah, he's 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 in the top three mm. of all time, easily, easily. Yeah. Um, potentially, you could say that you know, considering what he's done and 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 let's say a, a predominantly white, an entirely white sport, basically. Mm. Even now, I couldn't name five non non white. Golfers that are on the PGA Tour, mm. I couldn't do it. And yeah. this guy has turned up and become one of the greatest of all time, if yeah. not the greatest of all time. So to see him as well go through this journey, massive knee injury, massive back injuries, ridiculous personal life problems, yeah. um, it's it is quite incredible that he's actually got you know he's, he's managed to ship his way back there just through like pure yeah. resilience. Mm. Um, and I'll stick on the kind of the uh, the Gillette theme here, oh. and it's not going to be Terry Henry. I know yeah, it's yeah, going to be Roger Federer's uh, oh, Wimbledon yeah. this year. Yeah. Didn't didn't win it in the end, uh, beaten by another incredible uh, sportsman uh, in Novak Djokovic. But the I guess the moment itself would be the fact that the the five set final um, went to a, a tie break, a twelve all tie break for the first time in in Wimbledon history. Yeah, uh, and Djokovic is is just mentally better than I would say almost like any other any other sportsman I've ever seen. When he gets down to those moments mm. where it's tie break, um, he didn't actually Federer didn't actually lose a set. Uh, other than to tie breaks, so yeah. there's three tie breaks that Djokovic won in that in that Wimbledon final. But to be doing what what he's what they're both doing at that age, and obviously Nadal in the, Nadal went four sets with Federer in the semi final, um, just incredible. And obviously it was on that it was on the same day as I don't know if, if we mentioned the Super Over. Uh, no, not yet. No, all right. So it was on the same day as another event yeah, yeah. Um, that uh, happening at exactly the same time, and it was flicking back and forth yeah. between these two. Uh, well, unreal moments, unreal moments. So yeah, that's that's my uh, that's my Re- last. Really two. funny story, actually. Have you ever been to uh, Wimbledon? When yeah, Wimbledon is actually going on. Yeah. So they have all their their cars driving through, um, and I remember this one day I went to. So there's a Saint in Wimbledon. Yeah, I walked in the chambers in Wimbledon, and as I walked through the doors, Nadal comes out of his um, 
they, they usually drive around in Range Rovers. So yeah. he comes out of his little Range Rover with his coach and he goes and picks up a basket and he just starts doing his like weekly shop. And I'm nice. just like... He goes, oh, it's I'm Levi like, from BTS. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, this, 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 I'm like, this is so mad. I'm like, this is so mad. Like, how rough and I was just doing his like, weekly shopping yeah, yeah, yeah. like same route. So I just went over to him, had a chat with him and I asked for a photo and I actually grabbed the photo of Nadal two years ago. Oh, brilliant. In brilliant. Same but I just thought I'd share that with everyone seeing as we were on the topic of Nadal. Nice. I like that. Yeah, he's, nice. he's a legend as well. Those three are just unreal. Yeah, like, yeah. To think that they're still, we still get to watch them at all these majors mm. is just ridiculous. Whose turn uh, is it then? So it's Greg. This is me. Is this, this will be your fourth? I've done You've one, done... two, three. You've so done three, four. so it's four for everyone, yeah. All the way back then to John. Cool. So yeah. Uh, for, so it's my last one, is it? Yeah. Oh, right, I've got to we got some. We've got some honourable mentions we oh, can okay. do at the end. Uh, okay, for me, um, it would be uh, getting more into MMA. Okay. Uh, this year I've sort of... Start. I've I've started um, learning a bit more about it. Watch more fights, and I like to learn things. I like to learn about things. It's been quite fun to. It's a great sport. It's really interesting to learn about, and um, yeah, that's the one for me. It's a nice, short, simple one, but it's cool. just getting into that. So McGregor, next year, hopefully, McGregor I'll be fight the MMA. Penciled in. Uh, what for me fighting? Him. No. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not that experienced at it. Uh, yeah, that'll be an interesting one. Yeah. It'll be interesting. We'll cover that in the we'll new year, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, sweet. All right, then, uh, Levi, final final pick? Uh, my final pick is Ben Stokes, um, the final over of the World Cup, and then subsequently the Super over as well. Um, I think I just picked that, that one key moment where he where he does his two runs, dives, dives to the line, and the ball literally comes off his bat, pings out and goes for a boundary. And I think that's just a telling tell him moment, almost, where you almost realise... England can actually win this um, and it was almost destined for them to win it I think that, that moment yeah. itself just almost was almost captured I think it, Brilliant. it was recognised by him winning um, BBC Persona- Sports, Sports Personality, Personality yeah. of the Year yeah. so um, yeah that was my fourth yeah. one really great moment yeah. in summer sweet okay so my fourth and final one um, just doing it for the ladies because they've been very male heavy on our Oh no! Oh, yeah, <laughs> that happened, well. didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, I'm going to go for Lucy Bronze, uh, the goal that she scored um, to make it three 0 against Norway. Uh, I don't know if you remember the cutback. Was a free yeah, kick. Yeah, nice back. little you know, set piece. Yeah, man, just right into the to the roof of the net. Um, you know, the women's World Cup was obviously fantastic. Um, obviously, there was some. That was kind of like one of the. That, the big thing was obviously that VAR in that that was quite a yeah. talking point with that yeah. goalkeeper's foot on the line and all it was just mm. crazy some of the score lines were just crazy mm. um, but it was a great spectacle and uh, it's a shame England uh, didn't, didn't win it yeah. um, and there are various other highlights in there like uh, Rapone yeah. and, and, and what she stood for is that it? Rapino Rapino Rapone to the Grand National oh god but uh, Rapino uh, but, but yeah I think I just remember that moment and I remember the camera going to David Beckham and he was just like so yeah. like happy and he's like high-fiving people in the crowd and stuff like that yeah. um, because it was just such such a good goal. Um, I read that, very that, well. that whole tournament was good. I mean, mm. I know on some of our earlier episodes we, we covered it quite a lot mm. um, and there was, yeah, like you say, there was some refereeing things in there maybe but how like there's so many refereeing things in, in, the, in the men's game yeah. as well so yeah. I don't think that was anything out of the ordinary for football um, but yeah it was a great tournament uh, we should get into then some honourable mentions um, anything that 
you guys think wasn't mentioned. I, I'd, I'd probably throw in there, first of all, um, Elliot Kipchobe. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Running the, the sub yeah. two-hour marathon, Insane. which is incredible uh, in Vienna. Yeah. Um, I think that's a that's obviously a, a huge... They know, said in, it wasn't... In the history yeah. books, 2019 will, will uh, feature for that. Yeah, they said it wasn't humanly possible. I mean, yeah. scientifically, they were like, they, you cannot do it. Average is... Four minutes thirty-five a, a mile. Yeah, which like obviously the, the four-minute mile, mm. way back when was like mm. an incredible. You know, for one person to run a one mile in four minutes and then stop. Yeah, was seen as as physically impossible. And this guy's doing twenty-six in a row. He's insane. Just you know, just a bit slower than that. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I don't think it was. It's not an official. It wasn't time or something. Yeah. But, Still, I'm not going to This guy's why. done it. He's, he's still running there. I know yeah. he had about 50 pacemakers or something during the during the during the run. But um, yeah, that's one of my one of my mentions. Um, I've got a couple more, but I'll let some pe- other people. From his netball. What's that? Was that this year? From his netball. Don't know. Yeah, I think it was this year. I think it was. Yeah. I don't got. No I don't really follow netball that much. I just know that they won Tracy, something. Tracy Neville. Yeah, Managing. I know that they did. They win. Let's just give them an honourable mention because yeah, they've done well. Yeah, we'll <laughs> if they well, done well means that they won or maybe come yeah. second, I'm not sure. I would have to fact check that one, but I, it just popped into my head as an honourable yeah. mention. Uh, well, we had the Euro, uh, well, World Athletics Championships mm. in the summer. Dina Asher-Smith yes, uh, winning gold yeah. in the uh, the 200. And Shelly-Ann Fraser-Price um, continuing to be dominant. I mean, I, I think she's entering into the the... It's hard because, like, if you talk about Bolt, Bolt was a, probably in that that god tier of, mm. of all you know all, all sportsmen in, in the fact that he was breaking records and smashing records. Shelly Ann doesn't hold any any records as such, but in terms of her consistency and the mm. amount of medals she's getting, um, along with probably Alison Felix for me yeah. in in the in the track yeah. um, realm, but. Yeah, Shelley Ann Fraser Price won that beat uh, Dina Asher Smith for that hundred meters gold. Mm. Um, funnily enough, do you know when the, the so the current hundred meter record, which is ten point four four for a female? Yeah. Um, do you know when that was run? No. Or like, what year would you guess? Make a guess. Was it nineteen ninety eight during the war? During the war. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going for like. <laughs> Um, it was run by someone called Florence Griffith Joyner uh, in 1988 um, at like a I don't think it was it wasn't like an Olympics or a championships mm. or anything it was a Olympic qualifier I think for yeah. US athletes it's a long standing record 10, 10.44 yeah which you'd think that that record's there to be beaten in in modern times but that's, that's mad number one for her to for her to even achieve that run that those sorts of times in that era of yeah. of sport is crazy when you think yeah. about it because um, it was a challenge for the men uh, to almost get sub 10 seconds uh, and then yeah. eventually as almost equipment uh, technology yeah. and um, science has come into sport more it has meant they've been able to go that extra yeah. month so for her to be able to get uh, 10-4-4 yeah. in the 80s in the 80s is mad and for her to, uh, for it to still stand till this yeah, day yeah, yeah. I didn't know about it until I was incredible. just looking up for the, sh- for the show but yeah, no. faster than my PB that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 11-3-2 for all our <laughs> listeners 
Um, it's good for years ago. I'll throw in probably my <laughs> final honourable mention is uh, Toronto Raptors uh, winning the NBA championship. Uh, Kawhi Leonard leading them to to a first first championship north of the border mm. uh, up there in uh, up there in Canada. So I think that was a pretty big. So good, Drake even made a song for Big it. Big yeah. <laughs> Drake was a mascot for that Raptors yeah, team for the yeah. for the entirety of of their playoff run. That was funny. Um, I guess uh, I don't know if you guys follow NFL, but uh, Lamar Lamar Jackson's Jackson uh, is a name that you're going to hear a lot over mm. the next uh, probably ten years of of NFL. Mm. Um, he's he's sort of rewriting the game uh, from. From what what's expected of a of a quarterback? Oh wow, um, he's unreal, unreal. Like if you've if you've got a spare ten minutes, just to have a look at Lamar Jackson highlights from this year. He the loves guys, the different class, different yeah, class, different gravy, uh, different gravy. <laughs> absolutely. Not that ordinary. Um, <laughs> any other honourable mentions to throw in there that, that you think we may have missed? I would say the launch of the BTF podcast. Oh yeah, pretty significant. Pretty, pretty significant. Pretty significant. Yeah, excellent podcast. Actually, gonna stick with sticking with NFL. Oh, all right, yeah. Well, <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, look. Sticking with NFL, you can't go through NFL without talking about Brady. Yeah. Um, winning yet another Super Bowl, Super Bowl this yeah. year mm. with New England Patriots. That's a good point. When will he stop? When will he stop? Like there've been rumors saying, oh yeah, he's only got one or two more years left of him. But it's almost as if he's getting better with age. Just keeps putting it off and yeah. on the big stage yeah. every single time he's doing it. Um, and Patriots are just always in the conversation. Yeah. Even if you write them off before uh, before the Super Bowl, when it gets down to it, they perform. Yeah. Um, and they perform on a big stage as well. And the question is, can they do it again? Yeah, yeah and I think so. I think they'll, they'll be in the mix, um, certainly. Uh, but yeah, Rob Gronkowski is probably worth mentioning that as well, that he re- re- retired, retired, bowed out the game as a, as, as a champ. Uh, and probably the the best ever in his his position, um, but yeah. Any any more mentions? I think we're we're pretty much yeah. there. Yeah. Um, quick last point then was um, early days Mourinho. What are we thinking is is he is he still got the touch? Is he is he looking good? Um, yeah, he, he's doing what we need at the moment. Yeah, and that's what's crucial. Uh, I read that he's uh, with regards to January transfers. He's not looking at getting anyone new in, but he's looking to get rid of some dead weight which I'm more than happy about because I feel like we've got a, a surplus of that at Tottenham and we need to be... Everyone's a little bit too comfortable within the squad, I feel. Mm-hmm. So I think if we get rid of a few people, get a bit of money for him to spend in, sem- uh, in the summer maybe, mm-hmm. then players will be a little bit more, all oh, right, okay, I need to up my game a little bit. Yeah. So that's hopeful. Yeah, the results have been good. They've been solid. I'm, I'm happy. And the uh, Champions League draw, I'm really happy about. I think we've got Leipzig. I'll be and, out of all of the teams, Real Madrid and Man City is going to be great. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I'd be worried if I was a Spurs fan coming up against Leipzig in their current form. Really? Uh, they're scoring goals, and uh, who's the, the real the, guy up front? Timo Werner. That, that is, Werner. That is their challenge. If they can keep Timo Werner just beyond um, yeah. this January transfer window, if I was a Spurs fan, I'd be very, very careful and yeah. underestimating Leipzig as a team. Because oh no, not they, at all. They, they, no, will yeah. come, they will come. They will come for you. And they will come for you, and they will take they will take Spurs out. Um, a lot of rumours that Ericsson will be leaving uh, this up. January transfer window. I just think 
Spurs are a team that are very, very thin on the ground in terms of quality and numbers. You look at their bench... Like Ericsson's hairline. <laughs> <laughs> you look at their bench and it's like, who do you bring on that changes the game? Yeah. Um, I think this season, Spurs fans should look at it as a right-off season until Mourinho starts splashing the cash and throwing temper tantrums. No, I don't there. agree with that. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I remember a couple Early of weeks ago, no, you no, said... You'll, snatch, you'll, you'll, probably, you'll probably end up snatching fourth... But it'll be a write-off season in terms of you will not reach the, the heights that you did last season in, in terms of reaching yeah, the Champions of course, League final, yeah. in terms of um, the season before that, competing with Man City yeah, for potential Because they've had a bad second. start to the season. Bad start, yeah. Team. First thing, and Liverpool. Um, okay, so this is the question I was going to pose to you. Yep. If Tottenham, Arsenal and City were performing how they did last season, would Liverpool be in the position that they are now? Yes. Because I think a lot of the problem. So Liverpool are doing great, don't get me wrong, but you have also got Arsenal in turmoil, Tottenham in turmoil, yeah. and City in turmoil. It's got, it's got slight vibes of the. And it, look, Liverpool would still be top of the league, but the distances between Liverpool and all the other teams would be, would be slightly different. And it's a bit like that year that, that Leicester won the league. Right. It was just a shit show from every other team, basically, in the league. And, and, and it was similar in a sense that Leicester's biggest challenge that year was Man City. And what did Man City do? They they started the season well, and then around about now, they, they flopped. Yeah. Oh, actually, probably a bit later on in the season than this. But it was City were, were seen as the, the one challenge, and they didn't, they didn't show up. And I think we're seeing that this year. So I think that I yeah, think but Liverpool. C- C- but City weren't. Well, if I'm not mistaken, they weren't first, were they? They were always second. Then they were just yeah, ch- chasing Leicester. Yeah. But the ta- the tables almost turned almost to an extent, and uh, teams are chasing uh, Liverpool. The one thing I'd question um, that is, are Liverpool just that that good this that good this season? Um, and the other teams are just not up to the standards that. Liverpool, yeah. Liverpool are because no one would make any excuses for Liverpool when we when when we were struggling, banging Europa League like Arsenal usually mm. are um, mm. on a Thursday night. Yeah, no, 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 no one was saying. That usually that word usually. But then Liverpool being good is no excuse for. Uh, I, this probably wasn't a result, but is no excuse for Tottenham going to Burnley and losing. Like that's got exactly. nothing, that's got nothing to do with Liverpool being good. That's my point. That is the crux of like, my point. It's yeah. still the other teams. Like obviously, they play their. They have their head-to-head games against Liverpool. Fair enough. They lose those. That's Liverpool being good. But Liverpool being good doesn't mean anything to. It doesn't have an effect. Uh, doesn't have an effect. What Tottenham versus yeah. yeah. But obviously, you can you can argue like psychologically, maybe like just knowing Liverpool are up there, but defeatist. I I think it it'll all go down to head-to-heads, and if Liverpool win every head-to-head. With every single other threat, yeah. you win and, the league. And might I add as well, to this stage, we're still unbeaten with one draw. Oh, it's, like, it's a, oh yeah, no, I, I don't mean incredible. to discredit one it draw. Incredible. Yeah, um, it is incredible. Um, I this team think, are better than the Arsenal Invincibles. I'm going to say it again. I think. Well, I think Leicester. <laughs> I think Leicester will end your end, end the party on Boxing Day. Do you reckon um, that'll be the best Christmas present? And that's on Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon Prime. Yeah, we're watching that one. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a, uh, that is the one game uh, that I'm going to Where is it? Uh, um, if they get through that, then then they can probably do it. On, is on it up in Leicester? Season. It's at the King Power, yeah. Lovely. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that Don't goes. Don't worry, just fresh from our Club World Cup win. <laughs> fresh. We're, we're going we're gonna to stretch off 
from like having like a week in the sun in Doha and we're going to come back um, and we're going to deal with Leicester because they'll hopefully be too heavy from their Christmas turkeys and they won't be able to get on with it. <laughs> That's it. Just, just some fresh news off the press. Oh. Arteta agrees terms. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is that an exclusive? <laughs> breaking, yeah. news, breaking news. Yeah. Oh, me. I'm just going to sit here and laugh um, at you. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Alright, so, John, thoughts? What, on Arteta agreeing terms? So, yeah. He, he's not impressed. I'm not, I'm not impressed just because it's not what we need right now. I'm not saying he's not a good manager. He hasn't learned a lot from him. But I don't see the difference between him and Lundberg at the moment. They're both mm. quite early on in their um, yeah, managerial, managerial careers. Uh, careers. And I think Arsenal needed someone maybe more like Ancelotti or... Um, Everton. That's Everton's man, don't touch Yeah, him. I know. Just someone with a bit more stature. Um, yeah, Carlos, Carlos got to look after Moise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get Moisey, King Moisey. Get Moisey. I'm going to Moisey, Moisey King. Yeah, um, yeah. I, th- I, yeah. I think, I think we pick this back up in January. Yes. Um, see how the Christmas fixtures play out. Um, Arteta is certainly uh, going to have a much more stressful Christmas than he was probably anticipating. Yes. Um, and yeah, we'll 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 have a few we'll have a few data points to work from uh, yeah. in January. Uh, when we revisit this and, and whether Liverpool will still be unbeaten, whether Mourinho will still be in a job and whether Arteta... Uh, That's where he got us woo! renegade. That's where he got us renegade at Christmas. <laughs> we talked about January 2021 when we yeah, come back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. Uh, but yeah, thanks everyone for listening to our first 27 shows. Uh, we look forward to uh, being back every week next year. Thank you, John, for uh, hosting on uh, most of those shows. Yeah. Uh, and thank you, Greg and, and Levi, for joining us on what I think is probably the last six, six or seven yeah. now. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been a it's been a nice journey. Um, hope everyone has a good Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Yes. Feliz Navidad. And all of that. Yes. <laughs> and all of that. Yeah. Exactly. Merry Christmas and a happy New Year. Yes, that's the one. Perfect. Bye.